Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebenezer's podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Oh, f- We were talking um, last time about it, just really quick, the, your window, is it with the shade down? That's with the shade down? You want to see it open? Okay. You don't have blackout shades? Now I'm Casper. Well, no, see, I'm I'm yeah, jealous. We were just talking about it on the other podcast <laughs> the other day, both me and the other dude. I had natural light coming in. I have a light here. I have a light here. And I was still looking dark as hell. And I was like, come on, man. Like, so, yeah, ride that vibe. Ride that vibe. Because it's a struggle to get some lights going into this skin. So. We're gonna get you, girl. We're gonna get you. Don't worry. I'm gonna, Don't I'm worry. gonna, I'm gonna have to get it. I'm gonna get a new desk in the next couple weeks and set it up in the room. And I think that'll be a little bit better. I won't be like right in front of the window. This whole wall is just windows, so I can't get away from it. Did you try moving your desk? Uh, it's a corner the desk. Window? So it's it's not really like it's a desk that goes like this. Fuck it. So it would it literally just I don't know if it would work, but I'll I'll play around with it. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's fucking do this. Um, what are we doing? We are gonna chat. So, what are we chatting about? Uh, life. You know the meaning of it, the purpose, why we're here. You know why? I don't even <laughs> want to think about why we're here anymore. <laughs> like, have you so, seen what's happened within the first? I don't know. Seventeen days of twenty twenty one. I don't right. think I want to know. Like. Fuck this. So have you seen the meme where they were like, it's like literally sounded out 2021. Like it won and it's still continuing on into, get it? W-O-N? God damn. Yeah. That hurts. So yeah. So we're here with uh, uh, this lovely gentleman, Will, because of our, our mutual friend. And this other gentleman, mentor. this dude. Hi. This person. I don't know. Stranger danger. Stranger danger run. <laughs> Uh, because my friend Joe um, hooked us up and, you know, he was like, you guys should collaborate. And here we are collaborating for our boy, you know, trying to hold it down. It's not like he's gone. He's still very much present and just mm-hmm. at home chilling somewhere, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But yeah. <laughs> Wait, Will, oh, how do you say uh, your name oh, on this? Well, it says normally, Kuro. Well, no, well normally oh, I go by Mighty Vicious on, on Twitch and, and YouTube. But what you're seeing is the okay. uh, Kuro Tsurugi which means black black blade or sword so but that's for that's for another thing we we'll, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later <laughs> is that for your wife hey okay then maybe no, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Should we ask if her? she ever Bring walks in, in she will immediately run know. out the moment she sees her recording so yeah, she she is not about. Oh, she's no. basically remained anonymous <laughs> on the internet and just doesn't want anyone to know she exists. I'm the other way. I don't want anyone in real life to know I exist. I'm just a purely 100% digital being, and I think that's the best way to be in 2021. Which y'all were talking about that, and I've been saying Mad Max 2021 for like the last two years predicting all this stuff that's been happening <laughs> and it, people people who have been on my podcast like yes. until then my, my other podcast not the one I'm guesting on like they they all thought I was full of it that I was just some madman calling for the end of the world and I was like nah just y'all wait Mad Max 2021 and then they, they 
I Am Legend was originally like the time frame was 2021 and it started yes. because of a failed vaccine, right? Yes. And yes. then you have and then yeah, you girl. have Mad Max, which was actually also in 2021, which I didn't know when I started saying it, but someone pointed it out to me. <laughs> so I did not know yeah, that. It's just it's it's what it is. Like this stuff is about to get crazy out here, and people aren't getting smart enough. They're not getting smarter to basically deal with it. And so, yeah, I, I think 2021 is going to be just as horrible, yeah. but I had a really good 2020. Really? Tell us, tell us what happened. Well, uh, first I'll say like, it's really weird to me that the, the, the time, like the season or the series finale of America is finally when my life was going to start going in the right direction, but, <laughs> but it still kind of makes sense. Ironically, <laughs> But uh, no, I just I mean, I got two podcasts that are growing in popularity. I got uh, a video game that I'm I started out as just a cinematic director on became a became a character designer for as well as uh, the main writer for it. Like it just everything just kind of went through. And finally, I started getting recognition for my talents. And that's never happened. So uh, in 2020, unlike most people, I'm feeling blessed. And it's also been about 13 months since I left my house. So, you know, I'm I'm well on that way to purely digital being. I, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't miss all. people. Okay. You can't leave yeah. your house yeah. and have success. Okay. Listen, you can only <laughs> stay in your house and have success. Okay. That's how it's going to happen. I can sign off on it. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't know what's, I didn't know what's a lockdown until they told me this is just my normal this, life. This so <laughs> I could just stay inside this whole time. Yeah. A lot of introverts were like, done quarantine yeah but you remember that when that came out like when it first started and all the memes were coming out it's like introverts now a hero (laughs) it's like (laughs) yes this is our time (laughs) i love it i love it all right guys so um welcome back again obviously episode started we're here we're here we're queer we're not queer sometimes we are i don't know do whatever you want but um we are here for a special episode we have will again as Miss Doreen mentioned, um, but hi, hi, <laughs> like right in, like it would, it would, it would be more like a French kiss than a fuck. Like, <laughs> I literally started recording because I thought this was gold. It is. It is. It's fucking gold. Love it. All right. So I'm not going to start that shit again. So Will is the creator and host of several podcasts, including the Unexamined Life podcast and Made in Dreams podcast. Once okay. again, <laughs> so we're really excited to have you on and to be discussing um, this week the film industry and how it's changed in the, I guess, the last year since 2020 pandemic hit, all that. Um, I feel like there's so many aspects to all of this. Like, I mean, you've got streaming services, you've got theaters closing down, you've got Yes. production shutting down coming up and i mean writers are doing all kinds of strange things i mean we remember what was it like was it 10 years ago the the big writer strike that happened and like what happened with that yeah. alone so i mean but doreen really quick before we get all nitty-gritty where are we we're starting with some uh movies so thanks for that lengthy yeah. introduction i'm doreen oh, shit! and then our other <laughs> yeah who am i <laughs> We just just Sorry. Jabby show today. Story to Jabby. 
And then we have a wonderful guest. Um, go ahead and say hi and but introduce he, yourself he to everybody. He said hi. Hi. You want to say more? <laughs> I mean, I can't. Thanks for thanks, guys, for you know letting me be on the show. I'm mighty vicious, or Will, as we'll we'll see which one they call me. But uh, yeah, I just do podcast, and uh, I'm a writer, uh, director, executive producer on a video game. I do stuff. That's 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 what happens. I just be so. cool. No. So, so to kind of get us started, we're going to talk about movies, but he, so, well, what's your claim to fame with movies in 2020? Uh, claim to fame. I, 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 I watched a lot of them, I guess that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, as soon as there was an official lockdown and like everybody for that first initial, like three weeks, we're just like, ah, oh, sigh, we, we can't work. Uh, yeah. You know, everybody took relief at first. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, I'm going to watch movies. So basically in that first, um, in that first little lockdown, I watched, um, like 145, 43, 47 movies. And I just knocked them out, whether they were old, new, you know, just crushed. That's, I mean, I'd like to say that's not what I normally do, but it is like, (laughs) (laughs) that's, I just, I love movies. That's like, that's my first and only love. Really? So yeah, I get it. I love movies too. Like I would just sit and watch movies all day, every day. And when we first started talking about doing a podcast, I was like, we should do one on movies and TV shows. And I was like, nope, I would get nothing done. Like I would just binge all day, every day. Like, and so we decided to do the Ebenistas on general topics. Um, so let's kind of like just kick this off. So what are the, okay. So first, have you watched the Janelle Monet movie, Antebellum? Yes. I felt like it, I felt like there was an extra 30% of the movie that we didn't get. Mm. And and the reason I say that is because they they had some quick uh, character developments that really felt like there was more to the story, like her and the professor, and like it just seemed really it it's some at some part of it 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 felt rushed, but I still ended up liking it overall. So it's just it, it wasn't okay. it was good, but it wasn't as good as originally I thought it would be because I felt like there was information missing. Was it a so I only got about 30 minutes in and I haven't finished it. That was like two months Blast ago. Me. I know. I'm sorry. Things happened. <laughs> um, they weren't important. <laughs> it's called extreme exhaustion. I'm so sorry. Um, you're like, fuck it. Doesn't matter. You could die. I don't care. Finish the movie. So was it a horror? Is it a horror movie? I, I would say it's like a drama, historical uh like i don't know alternate reality kind of kind of movie but i i started to watch it and i'll be honest i couldn't finish it either but for different reasons um for me who keeps making all these slavery movies like who is it who is signing up movie i don't want to see them anymore like i would like to leave that in our horrific past and stop making new movies as if like if only this is how it were no like i want us to stop so that's why I didn't really finish the, all the, the scenes at the beginning and stuff were really hard for me to watch. And I was like, Nope, this is some sad stuff. No, thank you. If you don't mind me talking on that for mm-hmm. a second, I, I would say I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, I appreciated that they did it only because 
I think it's it, somebody put out a, a list like a few years back and it became a meme where they were like why people can watch can identify with aliens with dogs with with alien dogs in star wars chewbacca they love them and all this shit he's like but they can't understand black people hmm. and so every time i see something come up in film that like for one uh, for instance movie i'm sure you're gonna be like how did you not see it i never saw 12 years of slave I, and, I, and the joke you know what don't worry i just saw it like a few weeks ago so i'm not worried about how you didn't see it I, for me i had the same reaction you had for that because for me i was like i've you know 12 years of slave i'm still i'm still alive as a lot as far as i know so the clock is still ticking on how many years <laughs> so i was just like i'll i'll catch that at some point but like for things for things like uh antebellum where they talk about racism but they put it in the sense they put it in the realm of horror mm -hmm. i think they have a chance to reach more people in different genres mm. than they do when they're trying to be historically accurate because when it becomes historically accurate people are like oh god it's a, like they everyone has that reaction it's a slave movie jesus christ and it's like but if it's horror it's like oh it's a scary movie and then they inadvertently pick up on the atrocities that's kind of what made the television show for Watchmen really good yeah. where it's like you know where people were just like what that happened in in Tulsa and it's like you know I don't know how many people knew but I knew the story and I was like yeah I did too I was surprised at how many people were like really yeah yes yes and that's not I thought this was common knowledge yeah that's not the only that's not the only time I mean there's a bunch of stories like that and but they're more willing and open to it when it's about a comic book character and when it's about something that they think they're going to be seeing imaginary things, but then they're hit with like real atrocity and history. That's when people are more susceptible. So that's why I could write it off in antebellum. Okay. I take it. I take it. And now I want to watch it now that you put it that way. And it's a little bit, you know, it's, it's horror, but it's horror because of, what happened like the, the the reality of what happens i guess yeah right? but just like what was that movie what was that movie a few years ago with the little kid and his mom uh the it, the 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 name of it was the name of the the monster what they called the monster in it mm, um slenderman oh no that's the with the girls oh my god yeah <laughs> i was like <laughs> not, definitely not slenderman <laughs> i was like is it that um, important no <laughs> Oh my God. But if I can think of it, it, like I'll bring it back up, but okay. it was a movie where it was horror, but it was horror based around the, like what grief does to a person. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Babadook. The Babadook. There you go. Yeah. Like oh, that movie, God. it was, it was, yeah, it was horror, but it was more and the reason a lot of people didn't like it because they thought it was going to be a, a monster movie, but it was actually just a movie about what happens to someone when they're dealing with immeasurable grief. And if you've ever had that close, that close friend, family member, or someone die, because a lot of people don't like to say this, but some people die and you're like, damn, that that sucks. But then some people die and it fucks up your whole life. Yeah. 
Like, like you just like, I had a friend die and I had never gone through this and I've had people close to me and my family die. And, and like, I was like, you know, I was preparing myself for it. Mm -hmm. When he died, I literally thought I was dying for like the next seven months. Like every morning I would wake up thinking I was dying. It, it tore me to my core. And that was the first time I would say I really dealt with grief, grief. grief. Yeah. So, you know, Baba Duke is, is fantastic. Yeah. That's the thing that I think that I haven't, I haven't seen no, you have, I think, I mean, it just depends. I know Doreen, I know that you prefer to watch, I think you watch, I mean, but you watch dramas though. I mean, yeah. Um, but you mostly, I know that you mostly watch like romance comedy kind of thing. I definitely don't watch romance. No? Absolutely not. Um, no, that was okay. like older Doreen when she still believed like fairy tales and like i'll fall in love with my prince charming yeah doreen is now jaded and bitter so i don't watch romance but i'm just like i usually roll my eyes so hard that i'm just like this this just needs to stop like it just needs to stop i can't watch it unless it's like really well done um what was that movie that came out last year definitely be my maybe um with the guy from always be my maybe yeah there you go yeah that? i watched that one it was cute huh what's that it's on netflix yeah, with the guy from something with the boat, fresh off the boat. Yeah, I think I know I what you're talking about, um, and I think I did watch it. Yeah, so that one was cute, and it was about like music and stuff. And then like, mm. what's her face did that TV show where she did the remake of High Fidelity, which was one of my favorite. Oh movies. my god, Lisa Bowen's and then daughter, yes, yeah, Zoe Kravitz. And so what? Those are some of the things that I'll watch if they're like romance, but not really romance, because that was some effed up stuff that happened in in that show. Anyway. Sorry. All right. So let's go to the next. <laughs> well, I mean, if I can stop you right there, because you said that, you know, you, you gave up on the whole fairy tale thing. You become jaded and bitter. So let me, let me ask you, did you watch marriage story? Did you watch? No, marriage because story? I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not that, that, that point. Cause I've heard about that movie. I've seen that big scene that they have. I've watched it. Oh, and I was like, I am not ready for that. That's with, um, with Adam. Yes. I saw Scarlett it. Johansson, Adam Driver. Yeah. That movie. I just, I'm not there yet. I, I, and when I say that, I joke about myself. I'm not like, I still believe in love and all that good stuff. I'm just, I'm just messing around, but not enough to believe that any of those rom-coms will ever come true. I, yeah, that's a, that's a healthy place to be. Yeah. I, I personally think it's a healthy place to be. Romanticism died. It's you, like, okay, I see your face. <laughs> see if uh for instance like um what's his uh god i'm forgetting everything now but um oh boy huck finn um oh god Uh, yeah never mind i I was gonna go into this but but marriage story is basically it's it's the way it's the most realistic version of when you love someone and when that's not always enough because life is life mm-hmm. like that's like it, it really nailed it like that movie will destroy you and bring you back to destroy you again it is amazingly brutal and oh i loved it i loved it did you see the one with um seth rogan and um What's Heath Ledger's um, ex-wife? Um, Show? Yes. Um, you know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, From Dawson's Creek? Yes. 
Um, but they did a movie together and it was, again, it was another movie about a marriage and it was about, you know, seeing the beginning of the marriage. No, no, no. That was, um, that blue Valentine. That, that was another oh. sad marriage movie. Oh, okay. yes. so then, no, I haven't seen this one. But this one, again, is, is very, is, again, similar. You see, like, you know, the relationship. They've been together for a while, whatever. And then, again, it falls apart completely. And literally the same thing. Just that movie just absolutely destroys you. And you're just like, why? Like, why do people fall in love? And, like, why do they get married? And why do they have good times? Like, it doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. It's... Exactly. The, the the first movie that kind of <laughs> created that was the uh was the one that they did with uh the breakup i think was the first yeah. time they really did that in modern and yeah. it was and that that angered me for a lot of reasons but Why? mostly because because most time like communication between people suck mm -hmm. like i like it can barely be said that we really all speak the same language but when people take the time to actually learn another person, I think that that is one of the that is one of the real ways or one of the real connections someone can make that allows them to be in love. And that movie basically showed how they were not speaking the same language. They weren't on the same brainwave. And then as the movie went along, they learned their faults like they started to correct them until they could meet in the middle and really communicate and then they left off on that on that like that note of you know we should be together now that we straightened all this out but nah it's the end of the movie so we'll just go our separate way and so i was saying i own the dvd and they have a couple alternate endings there's one where they end up together there's one where they end up with different partners and there's one where they're just both like single and they kind of run into each other, but like separate. And so they decided that the movie was called The Breakup. So they should probably do what at the end? Break up. But they so broke up I, I liked it. I felt like it was really realistic. See, I, what? I can't get I can't give them credit. I can't give them credit because I can only go like I did not know that. It's good to know that mm -hmm. they had those alternate endings. But I, this is why I said I would be horrible like trivia because when it comes down to it, like I only judge what you show me, not what could have been after the fact, not what you say <laughs> on the director's track. None of that. <laughs> the movie that you showed me is what I'm going to have my form my opinions on. Okay. So I'm going to counter that for the Watchmen because you brought up the Watchmen a little while ago. And I'm going to say this, I watched the Watchmen and I was like, okay, I still had so many unanswered questions. And then I went, and listen to their podcast and their podcast answered all of those questions. And so I rewatched it again and I was like, oh my gosh, it was actually a companion to it. So I like when it's like a multimedia experience as opposed to just what you see is what you get. Sometimes there's a lot more layers than you realize that are in there. And I liked it even more knowing what I found out later on. So no, no, see, oh, wait, I don't, wait. Go, go ahead. No, please finish. I don't see that. I, I personally don't see that as a counter because I think there's a difference between having a multimedia, a multimedia like accessibility to what you do. But then it's also the Watchmen. Well, which Watchmen? Are you talking about the movie or the show? The show. Okay. About the show. It's a, it's a show. It's not a movie. It's not a, it's not, it's not a one-off thing. Like I'm talking about movies directly, 
Like you could like, it's good that you have all this information on the side, but then you have to actually look at how many people are actually going to hear that. So like your job, in my opinion, like you may want make people interested and they want to hear more of what you're saying, but that's not what the breakup did. The breakup did make me go, oh, I wonder what the whole philosophy is on a marriage. Like, that's, I get it. Like, I was just, you, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Like, like I, it, your, 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 your whole point of the movie and a whole point of you creating this world or whatever is not to make this multi-layered. Like, you should get your point across into this movie and that's it. I don't, I shouldn't have to go and buy the DVD and have to be like, oh, well, maybe they meant this and meant that. Like, I didn't get paid to connect the dots on this shit. <laughs> exactly. You didn't that, tell that's, me. That's why, I, that's why I specifically say movie, because I can go all out of, okay. outside of this world with the Matrix. But yeah. Damn, what about Tenet? Did you watch Tenet? <laughs> <laughs> He's fighting his mic. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I straight up punched my microphone all the way <laughs> to, over to my monitor. But... I saw Tenet. Go I ahead. just saw it last week. Did you see it? I've seen it. Have you seen it? Yes. Will? <laughs> yes. And? Uh, other than think? the fact, other than the fact that Christopher Nolan needs a new sound guy. Okay. Ooh, I, 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 I love my it. biggest complaint. Couldn't hear half of what they were saying. I was like, what can I turn it? La- what can I make the movie? Like, I don't know how to fix this. Like, what is wrong? It was like that last episode, the last couple episodes of Game of Thrones, where you're just like, it was so dark you couldn't see. Yeah, like someone needs to be fired. He's his movies, every single one of them since like the since the first one most people know about um, with uh, Guy Pierce. Um, like I said, forgetting all types of stuff. This one, I'm no good Don't trivia. Worry. I got you. Uh, uh, but um, it, me- Memento. There we go. Ooh, I own that one but, too. Like outside of that movie, <laughs> like everything he does get progressively worse. When people were complaining about Bane's voice in Dark Knight Rises, I was like, oh, I think his voice is fine. But then he did Interstellar and I'm like, what the hell are they saying? And then, then he went into the, the war movie that he did. And I was like, I don't even know if audio is in this other than bombs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to this movie and it's like the first half of the movie you're sitting yeah. there like I, I feel like they want me to know what's happening but they're not letting me hear what anyone is saying for context mm-hmm. and, and and i don't know other than him needing a new sound guy and really needing to approach this as a problem because it's a problem now i love the movie I need to watch it okay, again. Jabby. I'm going to take it again. I, I liked it, um, but it's like, um, it's not as, it's just because I'm, first of all, uh, tired by the time I get to movies like this. Um, it's kind of like Inception for me. <laughs> I have to watch it again. I was like, hold on. At one point, there's like five of him pointing the gun at the guy. And then there's like him coming through the other door and the dude is over here. And But, but everything's going backwards and, I was like, uh, I kind of get it, but I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to need to watch it again. So for me, I've watched it three times. Um, oh, wow. You're- first time I was like, what? Huh? I can't hear you. Um, and so I thought it was the audio. And then the second time I watched it, I was just like, I feel like they tried to make it so deep and so complex that they forgot that people needed to be able to follow along with this. 
And so then I watched it a third time and I was just like, it's a little bit better now. Like I had the volume like blasting. I'm, I'm a big fan of David Washington. I thought he did a really great job. I felt like his character could use a little bit more depth or maybe a name. And um, and then the, the whole like plot with him and the girl, the wife was just nonsensical. I'm just going to be honest. Um, I wanted I wanted it to be great. I was so excited and I felt like I didn't get everything. I will still watch it again just to make sure that I'm not being slow. Um, so yeah, I'll yeah. give it another try. I'm going to go with you with the whole relationship with the wife thing. I was like, I don't, what are you guys trying to say here? He didn't even get to hit it. Like it's, what's the point of this? It's too convoluted. I was like, he's too involved with her. And then all of a sudden he's too drawn away. Like, what is the point? Like what, what's happening? Like, nah, I'm good. Fix it. Fix it now. <laughs> So now that we've got off on like a million tangents about a quick quiz movie. Um, so now <laughs> let's actually get into why we are here. Why are um, we before, here? Yeah, before we do that, I guess we'll take a quick commercial break. You all know that Ebenistas are fond of their drinks. We work hard and we play hard. Responsibly, of course. And you know what? Sometimes I just want a glass of wine with dinner at the end of a long day. With everything being delivered nowadays, groceries, food, and even some major pharmacies, why not get your wine delivered too, monthly? That way you can save yourself four or five trips a week to get some wine and just use Wink. Yes, be the boss that you are and have Wink deliver wine personalized just for you right to your doorstep. So visit wink.mivh.net backslash ebonistas and get $20 off your first order. I just got my first delivery and I have to say the selections were fantastic. I was able to narrow down vegan wines and even found a few whites that I like. And they deliver super fast so you don't have to wait long to start drinking. It's always happy hour somewhere, right? Yes. Yes, it is. We're like right now. Can we go right now? Is it happy hour now? Make it happen. Yes. Well, before we before we get into the... Um the 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 next thing i really wanted to go back because i remembered what i i was talking about when i was saying romanticism is dead and it's the idea that like mark twain hated romanticism and in uh 1895 he wrote an essay that was called uh the literary offenses of fenimore cooper where he was talking about this like the, the way fenimore cooper wrote you couldn't technically follow things because he'd be like, this boat was going down this river. And Mark Twain was like, the river's not that big for that boat. Like it's that boat couldn't be in that river. And so, <laughs> and so, and to turn to, to bring this back around to what I mean in the whole romanticism thing, it's that I think people needed to lose that fairy tale angle on most things in the world as it stands in 2021. And really, as it stood for quite a while. Like we need to start dealing in facts. And, and I'm not saying you can't, you know, exaggerate some things. I'm not going to sit here as a lover of superheroes and tell you that, you know, things can't be expressive, but yeah, like people need to be truthful with how relationships are and how everything works because people are expecting too much and it's given birth to like lip girls on Instagram and shit. <laughs> so, I, I'm going to say this, that whole Spider-Man kiss when I was growing up, remember when they kissed like upside down and like, it was, oh, yeah. that was like the most romantic thing until I actually kissed someone who was upside down and that shit is trash. Like, it's so weird. It's so uncomfortable. Like nobody wants that. But mm. like that movie made it seem like just such a magical moment and it's not. Stop. Stop the cap. Stop it. I'm not going to lie. I've 
kissed someone or someone several times upside down and it's not that bad just gotta get a good angle just saying um (laughs) (laughs) just it ain't for me but hey 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 do you so we're gonna talk about the warner brothers 2021 releases to hbo max so the fact that a lot of these movies were delayed like black widow Um, Because it was supposed to come out in 2020, then they kept on pushing it back, then they kept on pushing it back. Now it's coming out in May of 2021. Um, I feel like while some parts of me thinks that Marvel is overdoing it with trying to do this like Avengers, you know, series and everything else and making TV shows and movies and this and that, um, I still feel like I'm going to watch every single one of them, whether they're trash or not, because I bought into the franchise. So um, we have Black Widow in May 7th of 2021. Then we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's coming out in July. The Eternals in November. Another Spider-Man movie, please stop it. December of 2021. And then Thor, Love and Thunder, February 2022. And then Doctor Strange, the newest one is March 2022. We don't need another Thor movie and we don't need another Spider-Man movie. We don't need it. You speak for yourself. Yeah, I y'all, want all the Thor movies. And I disagree with both of y'all. On <laughs> like that shade you threw on Spider-Man, I can't let it stand. Yeah. <laughs> We're all messed this, up here. Hold on. This is, this is the last. First of all, I've waited so long for a good Spider-Man. So personally, I can separate him from all the other Spider-Men that we've seen. That's this fair. is the first time. This is the first time Marvel, with their character, even though Sony still has rights, and that makes me throw up in my brain. It, like <laughs> the, the like them having their Spider-Man is the same as them having or getting back Fantastic Four. Like Fantastic Four, there is a really good way to do it, but the way Fox did it makes you want to say that there isn't because they did it so poorly but with marvel getting their their thing like getting their properties back i'm i'm in for all of it so i'm excited for black widow because i love scarlett johansson i think that she's just like amazing and i love that character and like all the darkness that goes with it like i'm 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 all about it i can't wait to see what she does I was worried, though, that it was going to kind of be like Disney cashing in on some of these franchises, like kind of what they did to Star Wars, where they just started making all sorts of random prequels, sequels, and then like they couldn't even tie it into the original one. And they like killed everybody at the end of one. Do you remember that? Do you guys remember that one? I I disagree on all of that. (laughs) And go! No, yeah, but, so except no, for the but Mandalorian, continue. no, continue. Except continue. for the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, I feel like was the first time that they did a Star Wars spinoff since Disney really got the franchise. Uh, let me not a TV show like attached to it. I really like the Mandalorian. I like the universe that they created. I like the quality. The plot was a little slow and it dragged out. When you finally got to where you're going, they were like, uh, "And we're going to do this in 15 minutes." When you've been waiting two seasons. But I love The Mandalorian. I liked the history behind it and everything else in terms of how it fits into the Star Wars universe. But what was the movie that that girl did um, where she was the daughter of the guy who created that little hole that Luke's um, shot into? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, 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 oh, my God. If Rogue One? <laughs> yes. 
Hated it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Wait a minute here. Okay. <laughs> first, first of all, let me let me start out with something, and, and and I don't mean anything by this, but it's gonna let me gauge the rest of where I'm going. Are you a Star Wars fan? Very much so. Okay. Okay. Well, that'll 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 let me get going then. See, first of all, Rogue One was technically the best Star Wars had looked to that point on film. The, the, the special effects weren't overbearing, except for that one slug monster. That one slug monster was insane. It did, did I lose? You're on audio? mute, Mama. I had a whole little like conniption fit, so I had to put myself on mute for a second, but I'm listening oh. to you. Okay, so no, there was the, like, except for that slug monster, but... The whole thing is they did tie it together. Like that is actually the the lore of what happened to that initial team that got into the, that that basically got the information to her. They made in a whole movie to explain one giant plot hole from the original series. How come if you make this huge, like, you know, this huge thing, how is there just that one point that you could possibly shoot and then explode the whole thing? It was a plot hole. So they're like, you know what? We're going to make a movie centered around that whole thing, but we can't tie it all together. So we're going to blow up everything at the end to make it fit. Boo no, to that. That is that no, is garbage writing. That was in the original stories, though. That I wasn't know, just they them. They made a whole movie to explain the smallest plot hole. And that movie was good. Whether or not no. you think the whether or not you think the plot hole was like warranted a movie, what they showed me in that movie, other than the fact that I really think they could have used that to make uh, Urso into a woman of color and have a dominant, like, you know, black character in Star Wars, uh, they missed that opportunity. But at the same time, like, like what they did in that movie was way more solid than, and I think shouldn't be compared to most of the other things they've tried to do. Secondly, Star Wars, you may be a fan, but that might be the problem. On my podcast, I've talked many times about how the biggest detriment to the Star Wars brand is its fans. Because when it, when it comes down to it, like Star Wars, if you really go back and look at the old movies for the time, they were good. That like they were they were they were they were actually they were groundbreaking to, to, yes. like for the time. Yeah, if you but, even if you watched it now, like the graphics that they had were, I mean, it's astounding that they were able to create that in like the seventies. Like that's crazy. So okay, we are in agreement. Yeah. But the movies have always been the weakest aspect of Star Wars. If you're familiar with the extended universe, if you're familiar with the games, if you're familiar with the comic books, the movies have always been disappointing compared to what you know exists within that that universe. There's a for instance, for instance, and I, 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 I if you haven't seen it, I'll send it to you. Uh, are you familiar with the Bioware cinematics for the Star Wars video games? No, they release literally short movies for every expansion that they they put out. That is by far the best Star Wars has ever looked. 
just down to like they're everyone who sees them is like, yeah, you're right. I didn't believe you. I thought it was, I thought you were just talking crap about Star Wars, but no, it is the best Star Wars looks. And why? Because the the movies being centered around the Skywalker family for so long has caused them to paint themselves into corners. And that's the reason the Mandalorian, as you pointed out, seems like a breath of fresh air. Because for once you get to go into the universe and actually figure out the details of what happens. What are the other people there for? Instead of being trapped within what is Luke doing? And what about Ray? I mean, we literally just got movies with Ray and like we and Finn, we saw the whole like resistance in a different way than we've seen it. Was Finn there? Was he? Finn was, <laughs> yeah. But Finn, I think it's a little problematic for me because I'm like, of course, you would make the black man the first time it's like a main character, like into this like hero villain coward. I, I feel like his character is a little problematic. So and I'm curious to see how they're going to move on without him. But this was supposed to be like a small little blip in the conversation. So we don't agree on Star Wars. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But I um, do want to talk more about it. No, no. <laughs> we're gonna we're changing we're changing the whole thing <laughs> of this episode to just Star Wars. And Jabby, by the way, is just gonna step out of the conversation because she does not know enough. No. Okay, bye. No, 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 no. I, I <laughs> look. I I, did, I I I could talk about it forever, but really, I think that when they started talking about to to take it away from me and her having a really detailed discussion and back into the movies, like I did not want Solo, but I ended up really liking it. Like and and don't don't you grab your head at me? <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, I ended up liking it way more than I expected, and then I was like. All right. Yeah. I, I, all right. Like, trash. Is that is that what you're expecting? I like, was. Bottom of the I barrel? was. I was. I was expecting absolute trash. But I'm gonna tell you, Donald Glover as a as as a young okay. as a what? Yes. 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 I wish the whole movie was about him. He just trans. Without him, that movie would have been complete trash. I love Donald Glover as what's his name? Lando Carlisian. Lando Lando Calrissian. Calrissian. I always mispronounce his last name, but yeah, I love that part of it. The way that he like, just, I mean, he, he had it down. I, I, I was a fan, but I didn't actually like the Han Solo part of it. I was like, boo. Well, I mean, for me, it's just I, like, well, you're in luck because they are doing the Lando Calrissian, the Lando thing. So, I mean, that's, that's fantastic, but that was just it. It's that, I mean, I I wish they had just used like. Have you seen the deep fakes where they replaced the dude that played Han with um with um, Harrison Ford's face digitally? Yeah. Like, yeah. it works. So yeah. I'm like, I wish they had done that. But um, but yeah, I ended up actually liking the film. Was it fantastic? Was it the greatest thing I've ever seen? No, but. As a person who has a love-hate relationship with Star Wars, I was able to watch it and just be like, all right, I'll move on to the next thing. I think people are complaining too much about Star Wars. And, and, and those, for those people who hate the new trilogy, keep talking. Let me tell y'all, y'all going to keep talking trash until they take away the thing you love altogether. 
because it's not going to be marketable and make money. And when that happens, don't sit back at it because you have to, nothing that has lasted as long as those movies and that IP hits, hits grade A material all the time. You're going to have your low points. You're going to have your Thor Dark Worlds. And you're like, <laughs> like you're gonna have you're gonna have those movies in there, but you still got to be like, hey, it's just more Thor. So Thor is amazing. I will watch anything that they put that man on the screen. Although I did not like what they did with him in Avengers in the last one. Like I was just like, Endgame. Why did they? They went so far with it. It was way too campy. Like, why did they it, make him the I, greatest I, I wasn't character a fan. in the movie? What do you mean? What is I mean, this? See, why are we at, amount, why are we at odds every time? <laughs> I agree with you about Donald Glover. That's something. You should be happy oh, yeah. about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I did get that. I did get that. Never mind. <laughs> but I, 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 so I like Thor. I, again, I, I love the growth that he's had, how he got humbled. Like, he started off as like a party boy and like turned into like this whole other thing. Like, I am all about Thor. I want to see him like finally like hit his level losing everything and how it destroyed him it was just it was just a good story um so i'm gonna say this and we're gonna wrap up star wars for a second um my favorite movie in the star wars series don't fight me is attack of the clones okay all right next um oh there yeah, is no it. next after you say that we are back in star wars <laughs> you are out of control like i was like i was like hey she's on a different wavelength than me i get it i get it she you know <laughs> we both like different things about star wars now you've just ruined everything that i had just thought the, if you like it uh, attack of the clones is like the most <laughs> Is 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 the most widely hated of all Star Wars. I know. I know. Both groups of people, those that are like Star Wars is trash and the diehards. Like no. I love it. I love it. I will watch it anytime I can find it. I love it. Okay. I love all the newer ones. I worked my way backwards. The older ones, I'm still a fan of. But like that was the one that I was just like. It, it, sh it answered so many questions about how Darth Vader went dark and what happened. And like, it explained his whole arc for the rest of the series. Poor, how can you poorly, not like that? Poorly. It did it poorly. The first time And so I the had way that respect. they ended the series was better? The first time. With Kylo the, Ren suddenly kissing Rey. And, get out of here. Come on. Okay, come first on. of all, first of all, we Emperor all Palpatine? knew. Palpatine? We what? all knew. We on hey, you just said you liked the new one, so I'm not gonna hear you talk shit about them just to defend your point. But I will, yes, but, I will. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I stand by. <laughs> but I would say that the first time I respected Vader, respected Vader, was Rogue One, because that last scene in the hallway. It didn't take words. It didn't take a script. It literally took one hallway for them to tell me and show me finally why Vader was feared. Because if you watch the old movies and you watch the way they talk about him and how the lore of Vader is with Star Wars fans, I'm like, okay, but I've never really seen him do anything but choke, choke motherfuckers out and I can do that. So, so, but when he was in that hallway and they did it perfectly with the atmosphere and he's just going through a hallway of dudes with lasers, just wrecking all of them without even going into a light jog, that was terrifying. And I was like, finally, you did something. So I, I'm, I'm just saying the reason the sequels are hated 
or the prequels, excuse me, are hated. It's not because of the story they told. It's because of how poorly they told it. And when you have people saying like the lines that they were saying to each other in that movie, <laughs> when you have that, that love story developing in the most kindergarten-esque way, like it is, it, it is, it's why like they made fun of him so much for saying for even saying the lines that last year was the first year he would even go into the comic cons and the star wars like cinematic events because he had just like many people who've dealt with star wars he just wrote off the whole thing but yeah like it's historically bad you know what we're gonna get together and watch some star wars yeah (laughs) we're gonna get together watch some star wars one day it'll be fine During this time of social isolation and self-quarantine, you may not feel safe going to the bookstore or you don't want to wait for your books to arrive in the mail. Audible lets you take your books anywhere with you, no contact required. The best part of Audible is that you can listen to a new book while you're on the go or even at home, chilling, cooking, cleaning. Don't forget, you can also ask Alexa to play a book or podcast for you, Ebenistas, duh. Who else is trying to learn something new? For me, it was Italian. So I used Audible to help me practice my skills. Give Audible a chance to help you learn something new by starting a free 30-day trial. That's audible.com backslash Ebenistas, E-B-O-N-I-S-T-A-S. Audible has thousands of books that you can listen to. There's literally something for everyone, no matter what you're into. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about like Marvel shows, um, the TV shows. So, because again, COVID has changed a lot of what's happening in movies and theater and all that stuff. So they weren't able to make a lot of the movies that they wanted to make. So they've made a lot of TV shows that continue a lot of their, their movies. So we had WandaVision that just came out a couple of days ago, um, that stars, Vision and Wanda, obviously, WandaVision. Um, and I watched it. It's weird, but interesting and different. And I can't see anything coming. So I'm, I'm a big fan of it. But what I think that Disney Plus did that's different than a lot of these streaming platforms is that they really thought out how they were going to keep people interested. Like when I get HBO, when I got HBO last time, it was to watch Watchmen. And so like, as soon as it was done, I was like, and cancel subscription. Disney Plus has not stopped, yo. Like they they had Beyonce. Now they have WandaVision. They've had The Mandalorian. They just keep on coming out with these shows that they know have a huge following. And it just, it seems so well thought out and planned. It, it makes me a little upset that I can't just, I feel like I'm I'm trapped with them. That's, that's how I'm starting to feel right now. <laughs> you trapped with us? Because, no, no, I'm loving it. I am loving it. But- like I, this is funny to me because I don't disagree with you because I can't disagree based off of how you take in their content, but I feel the same. I feel the opposite way. Like if they're not putting out, like if they're not putting out the, uh, yeah. the shows, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I never turn on Disney plus. So when those shows end, I'm done with them until the next one drops. Not only the fact that they're trying to reinvent the wheel and not go the Netflix route where you just give me the show so I can watch the show. Like that angers me beyond belief. Like if I could, if I could just choke my way up that ladder and just be like, put the whole damn show on the thing. Like it really bothers me. See, I find it dirty 
that they won't put the whole show up, that they will string you along. And it doesn't make sense with Disney Plus because Disney owns every goddamn thing. They have Hulu. They have the they have TV, they have ESPN, they have all this stuff. And instead of putting it into one app, I mean, and they acquired all of Fox. What bigger library do you need? Like they have all this stuff and still there's nothing on there to watch until they release it. I, but then again, I'm not interested unless it's the Marvel stuff or Star Wars. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, not necessarily. I'm, I'm not just interested in just Marvel stuff, but there's other TV shows I like on Hulu and there are other platforms. But that idea. And fuck Beyonce. <laughs> fuck her. Don't need her. Damn. Ow. Ow. You have a whole episode on her. But I agree with you with the whole like, um, releasing one episode at a time type thing like I just want to binge the show like for me they didn't keep me after the Beyonce they didn't keep me for anything Disney plus I watched what I had to watch when it first came out um we got rid of it and then we haven't gotten it since and we probably wouldn't have gotten it again unless my sister gave us her her login and me and Bill were like oh you want or just so we could finish Mandalorian actually and that yeah. was it other than that like you didn't need it there was no need to keep it and the way that they're releasing WandaVision I'm like I'm not going to keep it just so I can watch it single episode by single episode I'll wait until the series is done then I'll get it and then I'll I'll get the program or whatever, Disney Plus, binge it, and then just get rid of it. I sit there for weeks having the pro, the Hulu or Disney Plus when I could just wait till it ends. I mean, I understand the internet could ruin things. I like but- the breadcrumbs. I can't tell you how many times I've spent my entire day just binging a show because I have poor impulse control. Like where I'm like, you need to stop. You have to go to work. Like you have things to do. And I'm like, no, just go until it's done. So for me being like that, it is better to have the little breadcrumbs. I'm like, I know I have something to look forward to as opposed to like, oh wait, but now it's done. Like, I hate that feeling. No, it's because you you have a crack problem. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Crack TV (laughs) problem. like. Give it to me. Come on. <laughs> Come on, just one more episode. Come on, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> I mean, that is that's okay. That is but that is why I said, like, I can't disagree with the way you'd like to take in your media. I just mm-hmm. I feel like the reason the reason Netflix is Netflix and everyone is playing catch up is because they understand they came to understand exactly what people really wanted like our lives aren't as structured to like anymore to have you know i need to be here in front of the tv at this time to do this thing and they're trying whatever they can to maintain the old tv model to to basically make it so there's that monthly subscription thing just like your cable company but now every channel has a streaming service it's going to go bust unless, I mean, Disney can't mind you, but it's, but the idea itself can go bust if they keep trying to prolong this thing. Like it's just not 1985 anymore. But the thing is Netflix is one of the few platforms that's actually doing it that way. Like Hulu does it week by week. Prime does it week by week. And when they released it all at one time, they actually lost a lot of people who feel the same way that you guys Mm -hmm. do. And even Netflix wasn't, 
they lost money in 2020 because of that model of letting everybody binge everything because you get to the point where you're like, I've seen all of this. I'm going to cancel my subscription for a couple months until they get some more content on there. And so they actually were at a loss, whereas Disney Plus continued to make money. They were, first of all, Netflix is never at a game. That's the business model. But that's something that a lot of people don't know about basically how the business model works. You're always in the black. Like you're never in a game because it's not because they make money in a different way because they completely go and bought into the model. You're always going to have people that are sitting around saying nonsense, like there's nothing to watch on Netflix, because that just means to me, you don't like movies. (laughs) Well, and that also means to me, I'm like, there's no people that are like, oh, there's nothing else to watch. I'm like, it is impossible absolutely impossible to me that you watched every single thing on Netflix, every single thing in every language. Are you sure about that? You watched all the foreign films. You watched all the black and white films. You watched all that old shit that they put on. You watched all the TV shows, all the Japanese stuff, all the anime stuff, all that. There's no way that you watched all of Netflix. Those no, people- but you've watched all the things that you're interested in. Like but- I, there's nothing on here that I want to watch, but that's- not just because but that's not why but that's not supposed to be why you have Netflix. Like at, of course everybody wants something that's recognizable. But the whole point to Netflix and where they started out and how they got so big is the fact that you could literally go to them to find things that no one else was allowing a place or a platform to put on. Like they used to have movies shot by people that looked like all they had was their camcorder from home videos to make the whole movie. And, I remember and I, that. I miss those days, honestly, because while most of those were God awful, yeah, it was were. a place. It was a place for them. And then now you have it to where, like you said, like we have brought up the uh, Roma, like how, mm-hmm. like the one thing Netflix has done to upset me is to actually try to cater to the film industry. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, let us into your shows. Man, fuck your shows. People are paying us. If people think our movie's good enough to be in your show and you're going to keep us out of it, we'll just continue to make money. And that's what they've been doing is that's why they're the most stable. Like when you come down to it, like, yes, even though they won't use the power, Disney has a catalog and they have ownership of everyone. But until they are able to coalesce all of that into one streaming service and they have consistent actual product they're not going to reach the level of netflix they're just not like they make a lot of money because they're disney but that's it yeah i just, I just want to go back to that whole thing of where netflix started out at and like the the fact that they had these more indie type movies um these bc movies kind of thing and i totally forgot about that that is exactly what it was And I remember loving that about Netflix. And I was like, oh my God, like they had these old movies that I always heard about and I never had anywhere to find them. I couldn't find a way to to get to them, but here I am, I could watch them um, and enjoy them really easily. Or I wanted to learn about these different filmmakers or things that are not in theaters. And so now that they're more catering to, I guess the mainstream audience, which is fine. You know, you got to do something, but not to say that they don't have other movies because when you, of course, when you go to different people's profiles, you're going to see different things. Like if you go to my family's profiles, you're probably going to see more mainstream stuff. You go to mine, you're going to see like, there's going to be anime stuff. There's going to be like 
BC movies on there. There's going to be all kinds of stuff on there, but they have taken a relaxed uh, position on these indie films. And so now I kind of go to other platforms. I'm looking for other platforms to cater to that for me. Um, Shutter does that for me. Um, They have all kinds of horror movies. Um, What is the other one that does that? Um, I can't think of the other one right now that I use. I'm like looking on my phone, but yeah, that's, I mean, it was just a fun way to start. And Lupin on Netflix. Well, that, that's just something I wanted to bring up because I love it. <laughs> but, but I I finished that a couple of days ago. But yeah, like, I mean, they still have their indie side, but they still have to compete with other people trying to grab them. And, yeah. and but at the same time, anytime someone has said, I can't find anything to watch on Netflix, I immediately give them a list of things that they never thought to look at. And, and, and I do think one of the biggest problems Netflix still has is their marketing. Like they, like there are times things will come out that are great and people just don't know. They just don't know what's there and they're not going to search and don't know how to search or what to search for to get to it. But that's what everyone has right now, unless it's Marvel, like unless it's Marvel or star Wars where everybody knows because this whole industry is built around knowing what's next for Marvel and, and Star Wars. Like everybody has that problem. That's why Amazon won't dedicate to any shows because no one knows what they bring out except for what was a handmaid's tale or what was that Hulu? What was that was that? Hulu. Yeah. 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 Hulu. But yeah, most people don't know of the shows that are on Amazon. The boys. You guys don't know about the boys. I love the boys. Oh no. Everybody knows about the boys now, but what else is there? Um, they had the fabulous Mrs. or the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ain't, ain't nobody watched. They had. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. Um, they had. Um, what else? They had a show with. What's oh, the with one? The they had, um, Beethoven or something like that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Mozart in the Jungle or something like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. They had but... a great show called Catastrophe <laughs> that I watched. Fleabag. I mean, they had some good stuff. Oh, look, I like. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, for those that don't know on Amazon, there's a movie that just came out from Regina King, which if you watched Watchmen, she's the main character and I love her. She's one of the few, few, uh, a few black, few black leads in Hollywood that never went coon um and she's unapologetic about it i love it but she has a movie called one night in miami it's her directorial debut i heard about that and and that i'm 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 probably gonna get on that probably late late tonight this week (laughs) but 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 yeah like uh one night in miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where icons muhammad ali malcolm x sam cook and jim brown gathered to discuss or gather discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 60s that sounds like a fantastic time to me right (laughs) right and the way that the characters look oh oh. my gosh i was like yes sign me up yeah perfect casting I'm with it. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting. So I was reading an article about her because I remember when she accepted, I think it was, was it her Oscar or something? Um, the previous year or the year, or I don't know if it's 2019 or 2018, but she was saying that she was going to make her, her production team or everyone on her team, um, women or black women. I can't remember if, 
you know, if it was both or one or the other. But she came back and she said um, she had to dial it back. And she went back on that because she was like, it was almost impossible because of what the talent that she wanted to bring in, the people that she wanted to work with. She, of course, had to bring in men to work with. So um, she did double down on that. And I was like, fair, not even mad at you. Like, what are we going to do? All right. Well, okay. So let's just do a quick little finish up about the Marvel shows. So we have WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. These are all coming out? Between 2021 and 2022, yeah. I'm tired already. I'm not. More. Not that they're not going to be good or anything like that. Not like I'm not going to watch them. I'm just, like, tired. (laughs) Yeah, I just like it because, as you were saying, the different strategies that they've taken with uh, well, multiple companies with how they're dealing with the pandemic. I would just like to say that uh, the theater dying and hopefully being reborn as a more customized experience excites me because fuck the theater and these animals that are that that go see movies like it's their living room and make me upset because what do I you? Just... <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I was just wondering, like, because I remember we were talking about that. Um, I had it down here actually like that we were going to talk about it but um when you're talking about that like what were you thinking about like as far as that experience like what do you think is missing from the the experience right now I think they already exist honestly they're just going to become more dominant it's those movie theaters that basically are set up almost like an experience like a high society experience where you could go you can order a meal you can have drinks you have the big comfy chairs it's not people stuffed in like sardines like it and and you have rules like i mean they just there just needs to be rules because people don't respect the like the the air when people are to speak of the theater They speak about it as if it's still the 1950s talkies. And it's this thing that not everybody gets to experience. (laughs) Yeah. And so like they're talking about it and they're talking about it like it's an experience that, but that experience died. People don't treat theaters with the same respect that they used to. So you have people up in there with their, on their phones, looking at social media every couple of seconds with a bright light blasting you from the crowd instead of just the screen. You have people talking constantly, like all those people. Now I had a guy, I had a guy literally take off his shoes in the theater. And it wasn't like, he was far away from, he was sitting right next to me, took off his shoes barefoot in the movie theater. And I and then had the nerve to like put his foot on the back of the other person's seat. And I was like, you are the worst. Like that is disgusting. Yeah. I, people who do that on planes and in theaters, you, you're not allowed. You should be banned for life. That's it. No home training. Go home. See, yeah, see she's even nicer to me because I was saying, I was saying years back, I was like, I wish they would just hire me to just walk into a theater with a bat and just beat people's legs. Like, I, cannot, <laughs> like, I, I'm, I, I told y'all it was going to get off the cuff if we start talking about this. I Do like it. the theater, the theater is, well, was the theater was my church. Like, yeah. as you, as you can understand as a person that watches as many movies as I've said, I watch, like yeah. it is my church is where I could go to find peace where yeah. I could see creativity from a huge team of people working together to pull off the damn near Im- impossible. Like it was amazing. 
Yeah. And, and it became this thing that stressed me out to no end because people will not stop. I've had a that um, I had a guy. Think? Okay. I had a guy come into the building, like come into the, the auditorium with his like basically looking like a normal dude. He looks around, looks around, sees me all the way up at the top alone. All right, because I'm in the I'm in the rafters like the crow. Okay, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out here. So he walks all the way up, sits right beside me when there's no one else in this row. <laughs> sits right beside me, reaches into his pocket and pulls out his already on phone, and goes, "Yeah, man." So like I was saying, like not whispering, not doing anything, just talking. And I was like, "Really." Really? And if you can smell my eyes right now, I know y'all, y'all that are listening after the fact can't smell my eyes, but these two can see my eyes. I can smell your eyes. So, so you smell my eyes right now. These, the, like these animals have taken everything from me. And so I haven't, I haven't been back to the theater. I can't, you know what? I can't remember the last movie I saw in the theater. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. Um, I told Bill, since we there's a place out here called um the alamo draft house Ooh. um i don't know if you guys have i know there are located there's a couple locations across the u.s and they're fantastic um ever since we started going there i absolutely refuse to go back to a regular theater the anxiety that i get first of all i fucking hate teenagers let's just put that straight teenagers ruin everything um there's too many of them at the movie you. theater <laughs> But the anxiety that I get of like going into a theater and I'm like, all right, somebody's going to be here with their baby. Somebody's going to be here on their phone. Somebody's going to sit too close to me. Someone's going to be doing this. Like, it's just this endless, like this list of just like, what's going to distract me and when, and am I going to lose my shit or not? And I just want to watch the fucking movie. But when I go to the Alamo draft house or like a place like that, where it's just like, they take no bullshit. And the worst that's going to happen is like my waiter is going to come over and go, do you need something else to drink? Here's your chat. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I don't need anything. Okay, bye. Like, that's it. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Bring me my food. I love it. I paid for it. I, pay, I, I don't mind paying the extra $10 for the experience so I can watch this cinematic vision that is going to blow me away. You know what I mean? So when there's a good movie that comes out that me and him really want to go see, I spend my money so I can go see that and enjoy it in those theaters. It's great. So the last time I saw a movie was during the quarantine, but I went to the drive-through because that has one. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love it. Like it's, oh, it's dope. It's lucky. perfect. Cause I'm like a little antisocial mm-hmm. and I'm like, I like to be in my car in my space, listening to it at my volume. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I can pick and I can bring pillows. I can bring my own snacks. Like I love that. But I also spend a lot of time just sitting in my car just for no reason I just genuinely enjoy it yeah I sit in my car all the time right outside of my place and I'm just like I'm just in my car it's like it's been 35 minutes yeah still here we're good it's really funny Um, like we'll talk like both I want to say like 50% of the time when we talk during the week you're in your car and I'm just like yeah you're just like oh yeah I'm just in my car and then you just go into back into your house and I'm like okay 
<laughs> well, I work like eight minutes away from my house. And sometimes if I'm on the phone, I'll stop in a parking lot and park in the parking lot to continue my conversation on the phone, despite the fact that I could have been at home having the conversation. It is a thing. But I so I really love the drive in theaters and like watching <laughs> the kids like be able to enjoy that. And like the people like open up their trunks and like they laid out little beds and stuff. Um, The only time I had an issue at the drive in was when it was like in the middle of the summer. And we had the AC running and we we're in my ex's like truck. He had like a big, big truck. And um, the, this family were they set up a whole spot, like in between the two spots. And they were outside watching the movie, trying to blast the radio in their car so that the kids could hear. They didn't bring like a speaker. And they were like, you need to turn off your car. And we're like, Brett, we're not going to sweat in the car because you chose to have, you're supposed to be in the car. Like that's, that's on you. Yeah. Um, and the lady was just like really aggressive and just like, you need to turn off your car. You're being extremely rude. We cannot hear and her husband was like y'all I'm sorry like I told her like we can't tell them to be quiet just because we want to but other than that I love going to the drive-in it's great it, you can social distance it's perfect white? um I I hope no Mm-mm. what no this is like a black Karen Carisha <laughs> is he both of our faces <laughs> that yeah I mean they're they're happening they're happening what I mean look that that story i told was was strike one from when i stopped going to the theater strike two was a dude was on his phone every 10 minutes and i actually leaned over and i was like can you please put your phone away like (laughs) i just whistled it scared the hell out of him (laughs) with your voice if with your voice i can imagine you were like i I was like yeah he was like oh geez they put it away and didn't bring it back out i was like thank you but then i started thinking i was like that could have gone uh, another way with your voice yeah yeah i was like that could have been like uh because if it was somebody who you know was too busy high on their own their own tit musk you know they might have been like (laughs) you know they 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 might have been like how about you shut the fuck up and then i would have had to murder them in the theater so so that was when i was like at strike two i was like Maybe I should stop going to the theater. Maybe because around I, a lot I think, of people, like just walk out yeah, if there's yeah, too many people. Yeah, like maybe maybe I should just not do this. And it hurt me to say that to myself because of how much I love the theater. <laughs> but the last time, I knew it was over. I knew I couldn't go back. I was sitting in the theater, and a dude walked in with his phone, and turned on the flashlight on his phone and was flashing it over the crowd to find a chair. No. And I'm going to back away from the mic just a little bit because this is exactly, we're fighting. fighting. This is exactly what I did. Oh, come on. (laughs) That was, that was, that was what I, I screamed in it. Like I screamed as like, I almost lost it. And that was the last time I went, I was like, Nope. This was during the movie while it was playing. No, this was this was during the credits when the lights went low for the uh, or not the credits when the lights went low um, uh, towards like the end of the trailers. Oh, okay. Oh, and, like when the movie was yeah. just about to start, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, so it just it just started off wrong, and I was like, "That's the last time I can go." And this new change to get back on topic, this new change of things being brought directly to HBO Max, which I'm here for. I feel like HBO is using their Warner Brothers, uh, their Warner Brothers uh, uh, stable of content way more, 
way better than most um, because even the head of the head of HBO said it about 10 years ago in an interview where he said when he was asked about Netflix and he was like, our job is to basically turn into them before they can turn into us. Hmm. That and, and it was one of the smartest things I ever heard a Warner Brothers exec say because God knows I have problems with them. But yeah, and that's the game. That is the game in a nutshell. And so they they may not like people. Well, first of all, their catalog is ridiculous mm-hmm. but then you have all the dc stuff not talking about the movies just you have all the stuff in dc from the animation to the television shows you got all that and then you got the stuff like the the snyder cut and all that shit coming like all that stuff is going to work out really well for them and then when they said hey you can watch our movies there too someone should have gone to that exec and slid up on them straight with knee pads on ready to suck <laughs> that that man, when he said that, I was like, it is on. <laughs> it, it signaled the fall of theaters. I couldn't wait. Well, I'm also going to go ahead and say the uh, next person that should also get that knee pad action would be the person at Netflix that was like, you know, it's really annoying when you have to watch the intro every time you're binging a show and you could just hit skip intro. Whoever invented that, like, yeah, yeah. Yo, I, I don't, I don't sway it. I don't sway it. I don't sway that way, but I would straight up gooseneck that motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Like the, you are absolutely correct. He needs more than the knee pad action. That motherfucker <laughs> needs, needs that gooseneck action. Okay. He needs that good, that good schnob knob. Okay. So, but yeah, you're absolutely correct. Cause that bothers me with just about everyone that hasn't moved to do it yet. Like good luck. But yeah, that man, mm, someone needs to, you know, those old shoe shine, well, it's like they'll be at the train station in the old movies. Somebody needs to be doing that to that man's cock. It, 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 he deserves it. He deserves it. Yes. Yes. And I'm saying if there's well, no one else around no. that can do it, I might have to offer services. I'm just saying. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't sway that way, but the man deserves it. And God damn it, somebody needs to pay. <laughs> God damn it. God All damn right. it. I might somebody be the one. Somebody take care of him. Get up under that table. Go ahead, do what you gotta do. So yep. I, I think we've uh, we've covered quite a bit today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I mean like yep. my thing is, you know, I was like when we were talking about this, it was just how much everything has changed over the last year. Um, and I came across all this information about like how they're changing production, how they're changing the way they're dealing with um, the people that they hire behind the scenes, how they're dealing with actors. I mean, we saw there was that article that came out um, earlier, I went, not earlier, but like over the summer where like Tom Cruise like went nuts on like the staff uh, on a movie. Uh, he wasn't that, wrong. No, he was not wrong. Was, yeah. The only thing I thought was really funny about the article was that they were just like, this is not like an unusual thing for him to yell at people. Like, they're just like, he does this all the time, but at least in this situation, it at least was warranted. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we all saw him on Oprah's sofas jumping because he got some Cuda cat. Right? Yeah, he's exactly. He's he was like, Say that I mean, but was it that, but was it that good? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say, I, Jamie Foxx slid in there. I, 
I've been around yeah. the block. I've been around the block. It ain't have my fat ass like doing it, even jumping on chairs. Jamie Foxx was known for being a, a, you know, like a real player. And he he wiped that up for a minute until they went public and then they broke up. But yeah, Got you. <laughs> his daughter, his daughter is beautiful. Gorgeous girl. Yeah. Those, I don't think I've ever those, seen her. yeah, he did good. That's yeah, he's smartly keeping her hidden. <laughs> she's she's like the DJ on his show, like Shazam, and then she just I think she's about to be in a movie. Like, yeah, she's out there, but she she doesn't look anything like him, so you wouldn't really guess unless he says like my daughter. Oh, that's, um that's cute. but I think I, I will say, um, as we kind of start to like, I guess, wrap things up, I will say that uh I, I did I was prepared for the spirited debate. I knew you and I would not agree when it came to a lot of these things because some of my opinions are controversial, as are yours, Will. Um, Jabby, thank you for uh, yeah doing all this uh, research and stuff so we could talk about some of the, the interesting changes in COVID. So one funny thing is that soap operas now, because of COVID, you know, they have a lot of these like kissing scenes. So now what they've started to do is is tape each individual actor kissing a mannequin. Yeah. And so you just see that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, I so I, I'm, I'm cool with the changes. I think it kind of, we kind of are forced to develop and change and evolve, you know, when it comes to, you know, making movies and TV. So let's see what happens. I like that it gives, um, I was, when I was reading something about this, but I like that it gives um, a playing field now for more independent um, filmmakers to come up um, I feel like there's going to be um, and it might take a little while for them to get a little more traction but there's gonna be these companies that are going to start sprouting up that um, were a little more creative during this time as far as how to continue filming and how to make their way around it how to create quality movies um, and tv shows so I'm excited to see what happens in that aspect and see what the indie the indie group has to do. Um, I would like to take a moment because I, I think you are seeing that a lot, especially with a lot of indie directors that are getting uh, big breaks as Netflix movies and stuff. But I felt like I was being um, I was being sexist uh, hmm. a few moments ago where um, I was saying that, you know, the, the, the whoever the guy is that's in charge, mm -hmm. you know, should should, you know, oh. get. get get the pleasure or the female uh, well I, I would say if it's a yeah that's what i mean if it's a woman up there mm -hmm. okay okay yeah you, yeah same it's the action is a little different okay but you might you might you might have to suck the fart out of her ass and hold it like a bong hit but <laughs> you still pleasure in, in the adequate way okay it doesn't that. matter if it's a yeah, if it's, a, if it's, I mean, I don't know. People are into things. That's a people, hard pass. That's a me. hard I'm, pass. But <laughs> people, people are into things. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm just not, I'm trying to be as even across the board as I can because I felt like I wasn't representing myself as a proper Ebenezer. <laughs> so I, I just need to clean up that last thing. Okay. We appreciate that's, it. We appreciate it. And you know what? You. To that point, I mean, knee action, I mean, I guess. Would be if it was a female, I guess you, who's you got to take one for the team, right? I don't know, maybe not. I mean, I mean, I don't know what take one for the team means. Like, what do what what, what, what does take one for the team? Well, mean like you said, you don't swing that way. But like, we don't either. But like, go for oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. You might have if to you, take one for the team if I need to. I, like, thank I you for that. Like Skip intro. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever you got to do. I'm just saying it's a, the ball's in their court. 
let them let them tell you <laughs> what you point. need to do i love it i fucking love it oh my god this is awesome i really want us to do this again and i want us to dive more into i don't know maybe like genres i feel like star wars you guys have a lot more to say about that um what do you well what did you say you you mostly watch what kind of films everything everything what do you don't have like a favorite or anything or you just kind of enjoy everything i would say i would say everybody has their taste but i watch everything really okay uh, from foreign to to now to old school I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh bogey mm-hmm. i love like old school black and white noirs it's one of my favorites um the melodramas like uh all that heaven allows like beautiful film mm-hmm. uh first them playing around with color is and and it, it's beautiful but yeah i watch everything okay. and it's uh, so yeah i'm ready i'm ready to talk y'all want to talk <laughs> movies i'll talk <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready to do it. Got to do it. So for me, I really love like sci-fi first, any sort of sci alternate reality, futuristic, whatever it is. Yep. Actions, like spy movies, 007, any of that kind of stuff. Like I that that's always gonna be my first. And then follow that up by comedies. And then at the bottom, at the bottom of all of that is probably gonna be like <laughs> yeah, dramas and then at, even lower than that at the very bottom is going to be horror but um so now that you guys have gotten to know uh, a little bit more about us and our love of certain types of movies and some of the comic books and marvel universe dc universe um i think we're definitely going to probably do this again in some sort of aspect but yeah thank you guys for joining us for another amazing episode um so jabby please say say your piece um i just wanted to make sure remind everyone um be on the listen out i wouldn't say look out i don't know what however you want to say up but we have other than this episode after this we'll have an episode with will on his channel which channel will it be on have you decided uh well it's twitch.tv backslash mighty vicious is where i do all my live shows uh video and everything um It'll be on the unexamined life because that's my podcast where I can talk do what I want. about any and everything. Yeah. I do what Usually I want. episodes about a, an hour and a half. Um, but uh, depending on what we get into and what y'all are comfortable with, we'll go over it. All righty. That's going to be exciting. Next. Yeah. Next. Right, well, thank you, Will. Thank you. Mighty vicious. Thank you for having for me. joining thank us. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. All right. And you guys make sure if you like this episode, let us know. Email us ebonistas at gmail.com. Please follow us on social. Subscribe, like, comment. We're going to have a lot of new stuff coming towards you guys with our social media campaign. So please participate or just let us know if you like what we're doing, even a little bit. Even if you don't, I still welcome that feedback. I'm not going to be nice in return, but I'll still welcome it at first. Well. Yeah, and and I won't be on. I won't be on uh, more episodes if you don't like me. Tell them so no. that they don't. Have no, me. we're gonna have Will on because we <laughs> like him. So we do what we want. Oh, oh all right, it's all our right. show, our show. We do what we want. All right, bye, bitches. Bye, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. And Will, send us off. Uh, come back and watch this show and and listen to this show as much as you can. These are some fun ladies. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Bye, everybody. Bye. The Ebenezer's podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Javi and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions.